Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello, lovely humans, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever recorded because we are talking about one of my favorite topics, which is money. Oh my goodness, I love money. Okay, so today it might trigger you guys a little bit. Um, My goal is to empower you guys to know your fucking worth to know your worth, know your worth, and step into that and fully, wholeheartedly embrace it. This topic is on my mind because I am in the middle of recording my newest offer, my newest do-it-yourself course. It's Next Level Mindset Mastery for entrepreneurs who want to 100% go after what they want who feel so lit up by their mission, who know that they are meant to help people, who know that they are somebody who has a burning passion and you know you want to live a life of abundance and confidence and really help impact society, but there's something holding you back. And you know that that thing is probably your mindset. When we have that desire to do something, desire to get more money, desire to get more sales, desire to um, do anything, but yet we don't do it. That's a mindset thing. That's a thing that something tells us, hey, don't don't do that thing, right? And usually the thing that's telling us to not do the thing is fear, is our family's, you know, perception of what this whole online world thing is. It's a scam, you know, and it takes a a fuck ton of courage, to become an entrepreneur. And I've been toying around with the idea that like maybe some people aren't meant to be entrepreneurs and other people are. And while I do believe that's a thing, I also believe that as of now, I also believe that everybody has the capacity to do this. That everybody has the capacity to stay in their zone of genius coach people, be a graphic designer, be a VA, whatever that thing is that you want to do and change people and help people and help people thrive, right? So whereas you might not be the front-facing person of the business if you are more of like a graphic designer, VA, like back-end person, that doesn't mean that you cannot build a business, Right? That just means we have to have the courage to do the things even when we feel like we don't know what we're doing, even when we feel like we suck, even when we feel like, ah, I'm so broke, how am I going to outsource this thing to get me to the next level? Right. Meanwhile, we all know that getting to the next level requires investments, whether it's an investment of a team, investment of our knowledge, investment in a coach, love coach, life coach, business coach, whatever it is. Right? To get somewhere that we have never been, we have to do things we've never done. And so at the end of the day, we have to have courage. And that's what this entire um, mindset mastery course is about. 
And that's why I'm so, so, so lit up by it and so lit up by this topic because yes, we get to own our power and choose whether or not we're going to be an entrepreneur, but it's not always easy to do that, right? You guys know the story of me just quitting my job, going full force, doing the things and never looking back. That took a lot of courage. That took years and years and years and years of trying to do that and then backing away, of trying to do that and then selling myself short. And so the only thing that switched, even though like as I waited to step into entrepreneurship, I had like a bunch of fuck ups before that and businesses that I tried and failed, tried and failed, tried and failed. The one thing that changed was my mindset. I was still just as broke. I was probably even more broke (laughs) by the time I invested. And the one thing that changed and the one thing that really, really allowed me to thrive and a lot of other people who I started my business with to just kind of like revert back to doing what was easier was my mindset. And the time when I actually committed to entrepreneurship, I committed, I fully fucking committed. And that's my goal with this with this mindset course, that's the goal with my podcast right now, how I'm talking all about mindset. That's the goal of my content, right? There's all a theme for it, allowing you to, to own that excitement, right? You don't have an excitement to build a business. You don't have an excitement to help people in a certain way. And like, it's not supposed to be there. That feeling is supposed to be that that feeling that you have is indicative of you needing to fulfill it. Fulfill the thing that's giving you that feeling, right? Our bodies are like weirdly smart how they feel everything before we like cognitively know it. It's a beautiful thing and it's something that we have to tap into. The more you ignore it, the more you just keep playing it safe and you and you don't give yourself a fair shot and then you prove the fact that, oh, I wasn't meant to be an entrepreneur because you didn't actually do the things and you didn't give it a fair shot or you invested once or twice and still struggled and didn't ask for help and didn't believe in yourself. Guys, it all comes down to self-belief. It all comes down to self-belief. The strategies are amazing. You get to learn to market. You get to sell. You get to you know learn the journal prompts to help you work through money mindset And above all, above all, above all, you have to believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, it's not going to work. And belief is not something that just magically turns on in some people. Some people have self-belief and some people don't, right? It's like self-control around food. Like some people can control themselves around food and some people don't. No, some people just have an awful relationship with cookies (laughs) and their body. Just like you have an awful relationship with your mindset. You have an awful relationship with your money. And I say awful, not mean like a judgmental thing. It just is something that you're probably feeling negative around. You're feeling negative around cookies. You're feeling negative around your body. You're feeling negative around money, negative around sales, negative around content creation, right? And we cannot thrive in a feeling of negativity. Oh, that's a good statement. I should make that into a Canva. (laughs) I'll probably forget. Um, But yeah, you cannot thrive in negativity. And so it's really, really important for you to acknowledge from right here and on that you get to choose whether or not you're going to conquer your self-belief. Conquer your belief around money. Conquer the belief that you are not good at something. Yes, you fucking are. You just need to do it more. It's like anything in life. You suck the first time. You're a little bit better the second time. You keep going. You keep going. You keep going. You keep going. Same thing with all the money mindset things that we are going to talk about today. 
So let's dive into it. Sorry, I had to pause you guys and write that down because I really liked that quote. Anyway, um, if anybody steals it, I'll know where you guys came from. (laughs) Anyway, let's move on. So money mindset, same thing with self-belief, guys. Same thing with self-belief. If you believe that you're worth it, you will be able to sell it. If you don't believe that you're worth it, you won't be able to sell it. Right? That makes sense. If you don't believe you're worth it, you won't be able to sell it. So I get all the t- asked all the time, Johnny, how do I raise my prices? Johnny, I want to charge this, but I've gotten so many money objections, right? And the thing is, we don't base, we don't base the amount we charge based off of just the market. Honestly, like it makes me uncomfortable to say this, but I don't base my, <laughs> my prices off of the market whatsoever. What so fucking ever? I charged $1,000 a month up to $1,500 a month when I was a health coach. And I've had clients who aren't dietitians do the same. Does that mean that they should be selling less because they're not a dietitian? No. Does that mean that I should be selling more because I'm a dietitian? No. We sell what we feel good at selling and we sell at a price point at which we determine we feel good for showing up for. And that phrase right there, showing up for... I was working with a client with this the other day, yesterday or something like that. And she was just like, I feel bad for saying that I'm only going to, that I wouldn't show up unless you paid me X amount, whatever the amount was. I think it was $850 a month. I think it was $850. And she's like, there's a part of me that feels really fucking bad. And I was like, what feels bad about that? Right? It, let's say you want to increase your prices where you are right now, or let's say you're having trouble selling at where the price point that you're at right now. Yes, you can theoretically lower it. Yes, you theoretically like can just take on more clients instead of increasing your price point. But how is that going to feed your life? How is that going to feed your bigger vision? Right? You are building a business, number one, not to be a charity. We give money to charities. We give our time away to charities, but you don't have to give everybody <laughs> free services and free money. It's just not a thing. If you want to work and give all of your money away, that's a beautiful thing. Have fun. If you want to work and give none of your money away, that's beautiful. Have fun. That's up to, that's up to you. That's a hundred percent up to you. No one can define that. Right? So I want you to define your values around money. Define your values around your business. This is a concept we're talking about in the Mindset Mastery course. Define your values around money and your business and your life. And align your prices. Align your um, desire to sell a certain amount of people or get a certain amount of people into a program or have a certain amount of impact based off of those things, and get used to accepting that you can have what you want. I remember the first time I heard that a business coach charged $3,000 a month. I literally almost shit my pants. Granted, that's how much I charge right now. It's about to go up though. But I remember I literally was like, that is absurd. Who the fucking shit has that money? Who the fuck has the nerve to do that? And I remember going back and forth with myself, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I was like, should I? That's a lot of money. How am I going to do that? My mom would think I'm crazy. My dad would think I'm crazy. Everyone would think I'm crazy. Oh my goodness, but I know I need this, so I'm going to do it anyway. Right? If I had value just saving as much money as possible and not getting to the next level, I would have not invested. 
But if I valued getting to the next level, knowing that that was the thing and trusting my intuition, trusting that gut feeling that this is the thing that you need, that's when I got to the next level, right? So when you define how you make what you do with your money based off of the values, based off of your desires, and you get comfortable with saying, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, right? Even saying it a certain amount of time was like, ooh, that's icky, right? Why is what I want icky? <laughs> Why is what I want icky? It's a desire. It's not like I want to do something that's like bad. I want to serve people in a capacity that is going to change their business, change not only their business, but their life. I'm very much life coachy, business coachy. I'm going to help them learn the tools necessary that I've taken 11 years to learn. Right? I'm not just a business coach who took a few business coaching programs and regurgitate what my business coaches taught me. Not at all, not at all, not at all. That's the exact thing that I didn't want to be as much as I love my business coaches. I teach in my own way. I teach what I know to be true. I teach the things that I had done for sales for years. No one taught me sales. No one taught me how to market. Like I just knew how to do that. From years and years and years of trial and error, trial and error, no one taught me how to write an email. Right? There's things that I've learned, things that I've read, things that I've listened to and I agree with and I make it my own. But I get to own my own process. So get really, really secure with your process and own, whether it's taken you 11 years or five years or two years or one year, own that and ask for the money that you want. With that being said, when it comes to the market, yes, there are certain things like business coaching is more expensive. Does that mean that people wouldn't pay me for um, nutrition counseling and life coaching and health coaching to really overhaul their entire uh, life and health? Yes. Would I show up differently for $3,000 a month than I would for $1,000 a month? Fuck yes. Right. That's why business coaches, we charge so much, at least for me. I'm constantly in my Voxer with my clients. We spend at least five to 20 minutes a day going back and forth, depending on who it is and how often they use it. They have access to me for all of their materials, right? And if they buy my higher ticket course, they get all the courses that I create. If they're my $3,000 a month client, they get all the courses that I create for the time frame that they work with me in, right? That's a lot of energy, a lot of time that it takes for me to cultivate that, right? So what does that look like for you? I guarantee you, you're probably not charging $3,000 a month and you get used to just asking for what you want instead of trying to justify it, right? So the justifications are because we feel pressured, like we need to tell people why we're not donating more, why we're not doing this more, why we're not doing that more, because we're trying to justify it to ourselves. Whenever somebody says that they're trying to justify something to their parent, to their mom, to prove to their mom that they can do something, I always ask them, are you trying to justify it to her or are you trying to justify it to yourself? Right? Are you trying to justify your prices for your clients or are you just trying to justify it for yourself? Whenever you get an objection, right? And then afterwards you're like, oh, should I have decreased my price? Should I have decreased my prices? Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, who am I to charge this? Even though this person bought it, I should lower it. I want this client. I know she was a great fit. I don't know how to handle objections. Oh my goodness, I suck, right? My mindset just starts going down and down and down and down. Other than just saying, beautiful, if that person's not ready to invest, that's perfectly fine. Last week, I had two sales calls. I sold one of them. And the other one I haven't heard back from. 
Am I going to sit here and say, oh, should I have lowered my price? Should I have done this? Should I have done that? No. I follow up with her. When she's ready, she will come. I didn't say, hey, did you make a decision yet? It's no, when she's ready, she's going to come. Very simple. It's a much easier way to go about money. It's a much easier way to go about business. There are people out there at every single price point. Guys, I've sold things from $40 a month to $20,000. Like there are literally price points for everything, even through COVID, even throughout everything happening. There are people at every single price point. And remembering that your financial situation is not everybody else's financial situation, but what actually is really, really important in that statement is the way that you actually view money, the things you feel about money, the discomfort you might feel around it, the lack of trust you might feel around it. Those are all real things. The fear of success of like, oh, wow, I got a client and now I have to keep it up. Now I need to get another client and then another client and then I need to serve all those clients and I don't trust myself to do the things, right? And... Once I sell a certain amount of people at this amount, then I'm not even going to have space in my schedule. Then what do I do, right? We start fearing all of these things as opposed to looking for opportunities to make more. If that's what you want. If that's not what you want, that's beautiful. You're probably not listening to this, right? If you're 100% happy with all the situation in your, in your um, situations in your finances... Right? So instead of focusing on having to justify everything, instead of focusing on having to um, show up in a particular way to justify the fact that you charge this, you are worth the amount that you actually want to charge. End of story. Does that mean that you get to work up to things? Yes. When I was a business coach for $800 a month, I so badly wanted to be the business coach for $3,000 a month. Now going into 2021, oh my goodness, how are we like basically there? It's basically Christmas, guys. Like what happens? It's currently August 11th, by the way. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I'm going to be increasing to 3,500, then four grand, and then keep going up. Why? Because the more that I know, the more people I work with, the more energy it takes for me to get those messages across. And the more products I have, the more clients I have, the higher the demand, the higher the prices are going to go. Right? Because that's my vision for myself and that's the worth that I'm placing for myself. I'm not waiting till a specific time. I'm going to see when it feels good and it feels like I'm about to start to increase and that feels really fucking great. It's not because I've sold this many clients, because I've had clients do this, because I've had this. Yes, all of those things are there and my energy is starting to get capped out. And money is energy. Money is energy. The more clients I have, the more lead generation I do. The more lead generation I do or the more lead generation that you do, the more that you get to charge because that means you're showing up more. You're giving more free free people uh, free content right right now we're about to expand to a team of eight like that's pretty fucking insane that means i need the capital in order to do that if you guys want to continue having a podcast if you guys want to continue having free content if you guys want me to continue doing the thriving entrepreneur coaching calls right if you want me to continue doing many trainings and serve my clients and do all of those things and create do-it-yourself courses and you know and 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 then that requires a team beneath me because I can't do everything, right? So I understand that you might not be where I am right now. And if you are beautiful and if you're not still beautiful, 
But at the end of the day, it takes money to show up. And that's not a bad thing. 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 What would be a bad thing is if you didn't ask for money to show up and then you couldn't eat. (laughs) What would be a bad thing is if you um, didn't ask for money or only asked for $40 a session or, you know, whatever the rate is that you want to increase from, right? Is that your clients don't show up for themselves and that your clients don't show up and get themselves results is that your clients don't actually put in the effort and feel the need to reach out. Oh, it's only $40, right? So there's a school of thought that like you have to charge a lot because then your client won't show up. Now, that's not always the case. I've had people pay me $4,000 and then never talk to me and literally ignore me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll keep following up for X amount and I'll let them know, hey, (laughs) I'm going to reach out two more times. Hey, I'm going to reach out one more time. Okay, that's it. And them not actually show up, right? So it happens. At every single price point. And I've had clients who fucking thrive for $40 a session. It depends how badly they want it. But my cho- my question to you is, do you want to be the person that makes $40 a session or $400 a session? That's your choice. There are people who can serve people at $40 a session. What do you want to charge? It doesn't have to be $400. It could be $70. It could be $150. It could be $1,000. Whatever it is that you want. And as you continue believing that and getting used to saying what you want and then having the actions to prove it, the more confident you will be around that. So let's go back to the money talk specifically, not necessarily about sales or prices or anything like that. Let's go back to how you handle money. Even saying that, I like felt something behind it. Did you feel that? Maybe. Um, But like how you handle money. Oh, it still sounds really icky right? Why? Why does it sound icky? It's because we are not used to talking about money. It's because we are not used to sharing our money or like, you want to see how I handle money, bitch? Who do you think you are? Yes, I do because we are here to conquer our mindset around money. (laughs) And I'm Johnny Agresta, (laughs) right? And I'm here to help. And it's going to be triggering and it's okay. It's going to be triggering for me to ask these questions when I don't know who's listening to me, but hello, right? So how you handle your money is so, so, so important. If you don't trust yourself to keep money, if you don't trust yourself to show up when you do get money, if you don't trust yourself to spend money on the things that you value, that is going to be 100% mirrored back to you in your sales calls, mirrored back to you when you pitch, right? So getting down to do you actually believe that you can get money? How hard do you believe that you need to work to get that money? And where does those beliefs come from, right? So let's first talk about trust about money and then we'll go into the belief about like hard work and stuff like that. So trust around money. So when it comes down to it, the way, again, the way you're treating money is the way that money is going to treat you. If you've ever had a credit card that had whatever, $11,000 in debt, that's kind of like my number, honestly. Um, and whatever your number is, maybe it's 4000 maybe it's 1000 whatever it is. Do you believe that you can actually make more than that or actually have less than that on your credit card, have actually 
less than, you know, whatever that is on a certain card and student loans, whatever it is. Is that a true belief of yours? Do you trust yourself to actually make more or less than the current standard you have? Amanda Francis always talks about your energetic standard around money. I'm sure a bunch of other people do. But when it comes down to it, there's a number in your head. That's your income. That is your um, credit card debt. That's your student loan debt. That number sticks with you in some way, shape, or form. And it kind of like always brings you back there. For example, I paid off $11,000 in credit card debt one time. And then guess how much came right back onto it? (laughs) It's like I have to like fight to not have that number on a credit card. Now I don't, but it's a huge fucking fight. And even with like business expenses, once like I was just putting all my business expenses on a certain card and paying it off, there were a bunch of times it was 11,000 and I was like, what the fuck? I don't like that number. That is unacceptable. That is not happening anymore. This is what the new standard is. This is the goal. This is how I'm handling it. And I trust myself to do that. I trust myself because I'm actually aligning my actions to have a plan to actually get less money on the credit card that way and to save way more than that right we've already surpassed that my credit my personal credit cards are down to zero right so at the end of the day you get to decide where you're not trusting yourself around money and why right what are your habits are you continuously just going and then paying it off and then buying this right buying I don't know a new computer, a pair of shoes, a bag, going out to dinner, right? If you're continuously doing that, you're not trusting yourself around money. You're just repeating the same habits that you don't want to be there. And when you know you don't want those habits to be there, that's when you start to feel like shit about it. And then you don't trust yourself around it. It's like cookies. Let's bring back the cookie experience, right? If you keep the cookies in the house and you keep telling yourself, I can't have it. I can't have it. I can't have it. I feel so negative around it. I don't trust myself around it. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to eat all the fucking cookies, right? I've done that so many times with Oreos. Oreos are definitely a big one. (laughs) I love Oreos. (laughs) It's the same idea with money. If you tell yourself, I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. You're going to handle money in a way that you don't trust yourself. So if you start saying, I trust myself to have this money. I trust myself to pay down this card. I trust myself to stick to this plan. I'm going to put the plan in place and I'm going to do it. And I trust myself around it. My mindset, my energy is all around the trust around it. And I trust myself to not go and buy the, you know, insanely expensive dinner. And I trust myself to adhere to that budget. And here's what's going to happen if I don't. Right? And so the idea around abundance and the idea around like manifesting that and stuff like that is all 100% true and we cover it in my course. However, oh, by the way, the course comes out this Saturday, the 15th of August, by the way, depending on when you are listening, um, August 2020. And living in abundance doesn't necessarily mean that you go and you buy fucking everything in the world. (laughs) That's not a thing. I think the only people that can do it is like fucking Kylie Jenner and stuff like that. And even she went on and did an interview and was like, hey, it feels good for a second to know I could buy everything. And then all of a sudden, it's just not fun, (laughs) right? There's so much pressure around it, all those things, right? So at the end of the day, living in abundance is just a mindset that you are not restricting yourself 
and you're allowing yourself to have the things you want and it doesn't need to be right now. It can be in the future. I allow myself to have a multi-million dollar mansion, preferably in San Diego. Does that mean I'm going to do it right now? No. Am I living in abundance? Yes. Is that something I want that would make me feel even more abundant? Yes. Right? There's a difference. Just because you're living in abundance doesn't mean you have to have everything right now. It's still a mindset choice. It's a mindset choice about what you're saying about money, what you're thinking about money, and are you trusting yourself around it? Are you trusting yourself that when you swipe that card, you're going to pay it off when the statement comes in or you're going to rack it up again? Right? Which reality do you want and how do you want to treat money? If you treat money like you trust it, money will come more to you because you will actually, number one, have more of it because you'll stop wasting it on things that you don't really actually want. And... Number two, you will trust yourself to actually keep more of it. And so your habits will be like the cookie scenario. You don't eat all the cookies. You only have one or two cookies or maybe five cookies, but you're not going to have 20 cookies like you would if you just binged because you didn't trust yourself. Right? Does that make sense? So figure out where you're not trusting yourself, trusting yourself around decisions and trusting yourself around money. Now let's go back to the decisions before we get into the belief around how hard you have to work for money. So trusting yourself around decisions. Again, this comes back to your values. This comes back to exactly what you want and your bigger vision for your life, bigger vision for your business. How are you choosing to spend money? Are you doing it in a way like Oh, um, I'm not going to spend anything. I'm not going to spend anything. I'm not going to spend anything. Okay, fuck it. I'm going to spend everything. (laughs) Right? Or are you choosing to spend it based off of your values? And what's really fucking important to you with that end goal in mind? Right? I'm not saying there's no immediate, like, things that you can buy. Right. But let's say, I don't know, Joe just came into basically like $13,000 and he's like, what do we do? What do I do? What do I do? And I was like, okay, well, if we act in that like hysteric way, then you're just going to spend it and, or save it and do this and do that with, and it's not going to be strategic. So let's get down to the bigger picture of what actually we want. So we set up some goals for the end of the year based off of his current income and my income and all that stuff. And now we know exactly where the money's going and we know how much we have to actually spend, right? So you develop a system around spending that you can trust yourself around. And that system is based off of your values. So yes, money mindset actually feeds into the strategy. The strategy feeds into the mindset, right? You cannot do one without the other. So when it comes to investing, when it comes to building your team, when it comes to choosing the next coach, choosing um, the next team member, choosing how you should spend money or credit or, you know, whatever it is, you have to have the list of values. And are you paying for things that are actually in line with your values, Or are you just spending it, spending it, spending it? Kind of like calories, if you calorie count, right? You have a certain amount of calories. How are you going to choose to spend it? Are you going to choose to drink it in all in alcohol and Oreo cookies? Or are you going to choose to have a few Oreo cookies, some alcohol once in a while, and mainly nutritious food? Right? That's still a choice. You get to choose. And be, be confident in the choices that you make based off of your values, also knowing that it's okay if you fuck it up. You don't need to eat all the cookies. You don't need to spend the rest of the money or max out your credit card again, right? 
And when it comes to investments for your business, this is a huge, huge, huge one. Yes, there are the logistics of we need to save, we need to be a profitable business, we need to have, you know, X amount for taxes, depending on where you live, you know, all of those things. And there's what do I need to do to get to the next level? Now, there are times you're going to spend more saving and there are times you're going to spend more just like doing it yourself and grinding it out. And you get to decide what is it that is going to get me to the next level, right? And if doing a specific task in your business needs to be done by somebody else because it's taking up your time to actually serve your clients, to get the leads, to do the things that only you can do and stay in your zone of genius, then that task needs to be outsourced. That's a topic that we're covering on the Thriving Entrepreneur Call this Friday. And so your mindset around how you're spending money is going to be key just as much as the strategy that you use to spend money because your mindset is going to dictate the strategy and you actually following through with the strategy, right? So if you're constantly looking at the return on investment, not just like, am I going to make immediate money off of this, but long-term, what is this going to give me back? It might not be money. It might be time, which time also is money. And we'll get into talk about that in a second, but In order to grow your business, you have to, you have to, you have to be investing in the thing that's the next thing to get you to the next level. And I struggled with this when I was trying to hire a team at the beginning of this year, and then I got so scared, and then I just pulled back, pulled back, pulled back, and then my income stalled. Right? I got drained. I wasn't able to show up as powerfully. My content wasn't as good. All of those things just because I was simply energetically drained. So coming back to the fact that we need more money so that we can actually stay in a high level of energy and come from a place of true service without like feeling like, oh, this sucks, (laughs) right? It's important. It's important. It's important to have people backing you up. Regardless of where you are, some people say you shouldn't start to invest at 10K. I have clients who invest before they even actually, in in like a team rather. Um, I have a client who invested um, in her first few team members before she even actually um, sold her first program. Why? Because she's still in her nine to five and it's really, really difficult for her to do the things and the level of quickness that she actually wants to move requires her to have a team behind her right now so that she can actually get to that next level. Right. If writing the content, if putting out the emails, if editing the podcast, if writing the blogs, if going onto Pinterest, whatever it is, is not possible for you right now, that's a red flag that you need to hire out. If that is a necessary step for you to get there, which you can determine if that's a necessary step based off of your values. What are you valuing? I value consistent growth. Personally, monetarily, impact wise, business wise lead-wise, free content-wise, everything. And so I need the money to support me. Right? That doesn't sound icky. Right? But when I ask you, how do you spend your money? Or let's look at the way you spend your money. You're like, eh. Right? Get comfortable talking about it. Not that you have to go on and talk about all of it like I do with you guys. But you get to be really, really open about it. The less, the more you talk about something, the less it feels icky. The more open you are, even just with yourself. 
Just be super, super open with yourself about all of these questions. That's the key here. When you open up to other people, that means you're actually opening up to yourself, which is why we're able to move through the shit that we're feeling if we just open up ourselves to other people. When you are honest and you can accept your current circumstances and where you are, it's a lot easier to move through. It's impossible to move through something when you're just constantly shitting on yourself about it. Right? So get to a place where you can actually trust money. This is something that we're going to be doing in my mindset course. Get to a place where you actually believe that you are worth it. Not for justifying anything. Like, yes, you can have all the boring things that you've done and how many clients you've worked with and how many degrees you have and stuff like that. And if you don't have any of that, that's also perfectly fine. Your resume will grow and charge something that you feel really, really good for showing up for, whether that's $20 a month or $20,000 a month. The right people are out there to buy it, right? So let's go back to the discussion around belief around how hard you have to work for money. This is such a big one, such a big one. So the word hard work, it has a bad connotation behind it, right? It has this bad, like, oh, I don't want to work hard, right? And if you're like, no, I do want to work hard, beautiful. So if we're in that phase of like, I want to work hard, I want to work hard, this is amazing, I love what I do, you're going to reach burnout. If you're not having boundaries around it, right? And if you're in that place where you're like, oh, I don't want to work hard, that's also okay. But then that means that you either get to accept the fact that you might have to work through some hard shit when you're learning to do a task where you don't know, setting up an email list, creating a landing page, finding a team member, all of those things, or you can outsource and you can find it, which is why having a business coach make lo- makes life so much easier. If my clients need a, need a team member, I can help them find one. I can guide them on how to hire. I can guide them on what tasks to outsource. I can ask you questions to help get you clear, right? As opposed to you doing it on your own. So at the end of the day, you get to decide how hard you actually want to work, which is why entrepreneurship is so easy because you actually say, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I don't want to do this. Right. And those are the tasks that feel hard. It feels hard because you don't know how to do it. It feels hard because you're not in a place of like feeling good around it and it feeling easy and it's not something that's like second nature to you. If it was second nature to you, it would feel really good. It would be in alignment. You would be able to do all of the things and feel really good about it. But sometimes things just feel hard. So that's just one thing, right? But what I want to touch upon in this podcast is the belief around how hard you have to work, like how many hours you have to work, how difficult the work actually has to be. Like all of my work isn't difficult. Did I know how to edit a podcast when I first started this? Fuck no. Do I know what I'm doing on GarageBand? Fuck no. Do I know how to put my intro, outro and like know how to adjust the volume so that you guys hear me more than my music? Yes. That is the extent of me knowing. When I decide I want to outsource that, I will pay someone like $2,000 a month to do all of these things and write the notes. Right now, I still feel good doing it. Could it be easier for the other person? Yes. Do I consider this hard work? No. Is it harder than like me actually just speaking on the podcast? Yes. Right? So it's a perception. Kind of like how abundance is perception. So is this. 
At the end of the day, you get to decide how hard you have to work. Are you going to set up a schedule that has 10 hours a day of things? Or are you just going to be really fucking intentional with your time? Right? And make sure that everything is scheduled to a T. Some people work really, really well like that. And then you'll just like be really, really working hard for a few hours and then move on. Or are you the type of person who likes to like take an hour here and then relax and then listen to music in the background and then, you know, like you're on Instagram a little bit or then your mom FaceTimes you and you say yes, right? You get to decide what that looks like. I'm kind of in between the two. But you get to decide what those look like. Just because other people have a specific way of looking so organized doesn't mean you have to. And the minute that you can remove anything that you have to do in order to get money, other than show up for yourself, show up for other people, and carry out the contracts and share your gifts, then you can release any like, oh, I had to do more to get that money. Right? For some people, they might think like, oh, if I pay a business coach $3,000, she better be giving me like 25 sessions a month. There's no way in hell I could do that. That is not a thing. That also wouldn't be very helpful. <laughs> right? You get my knowledge. You get my energy. You get my thought process. You get me actually helping you map everything out. You get my eyes on your content. You get all of your questions answered. That is a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of work. Is it hard work? No, I'm really good at all of these things. That's why I sell it. Right? So you're going to be good at the things that you sell. However, the things to actually get more clients... Is going to be a little bit harder. So remove the belief that you actually have to work a certain amount of hours and that we are exchanging hours for time for money. And accept that it's energy. It's not time. Time is not energy. Energy is energy. <laughs> and we all have a different cap about how much energy we can actually give to other people. And that's usually fed by the amount of energy we actually give ourselves, which is why I say taking time for yourself and serving yourself above all is the thing that's going to get you more money. It sounds kind of like counterproductive, like, oh, me working out, me taking time for myself, me meditating. How is that going to get me more money? Why? Because you can show up energetically fully for other people, right? Of course, I could lower my prices to $1,000 and then have three times the amount of clients. And when you ask me a question, it would take me like 70 billion hours to get back to you. That's not appropriate, right? And you all get free value from me actually just being on Instagram, right? So the minute you pay me, you start paying attention to me more. You start listening to my podcast more. You start adopting my mentality. You actually start implementing the things that I teach on. Before you pay me, you probably just listen, right? And I hope that you actually like implement the things that I teach on, but there's like this like, because it's an energetic exchange and it's not necessarily a time exchange, there's this like magic that happens when people invest in the thing that they want to invest in. They actually start doing the things that the free content was telling them to do, <laughs> you know, and that's what we pay for. That's what we pay for. That's what we pay for. And that's why looking at money as just energy 
and an energetic exchange of what now you get to give to that person. Beautiful. This person gives me, you know, $400. This person gives me $40,000. Who am I going to give more of my energy to? Does that mean I'm going to like suck ass as a coach to the person who paid me $400? No, not at all. It just means that they're going to get less of my energy. And the more comfortable you can say that around your prices, whatever your price is right now, whether it's $400 a month, $40 a month, whatever it is, the more comfortable you will get asking for that because you realize, oh, I actually can't show up for less than this. Oh, and that's okay. Beautiful. Let's go find someone who will say yes to this. And you get to create products in all different product ranges. That's why I'm creating a lot of do-it-yourself courses for the people who either can't get into my one-on-one or just want a little bit of a cheaper program or a lot of bit of a cheaper program and want to work on their mindset, my, like my next level mindset mastery course. We're selling it for $333 and we're going to have payments, I think, as low as like 70 bucks or something like that. And it's just going to be a lot more affordable. Is it for everybody? No. Is the person who's actually going to want it going to buy it? Yes. Right? So you can do the logistics of having pre- uh, products at every single price point for your clients within reason. You also have a lot of free content, right? So for me, it goes from like free to like the next thing I have is $47. And then it starts going up to 200, 300, 400, and then it goes up to 20,000 currently. So if you want to just absorb the free things, beautiful. You can do so much with the free value I give. If you are not showing up for that free value, then you get to pay me or pay whoever it is that you want right? And that's not a bad thing. Same thing with you. If you're a health coach, you're giving out so much free value. You're showing up consistently. You're doing all of the things. Now you get to get paid for that. You get to make decisions based off of what is going to get you paid, right? Every time I talk about how many launches I've had, everybody's just like, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Even me. I'm like, I've had how many launches in 16 months? It's literally almost been a launch a month on average, because I'm either doing it like under the table where I'm taking on clients. It might not be an official launch where it like takes over my Instagram. Um, it's also different launches of courses through funnels and my email list, right? And then it's also like upsells or downsells from current programs. So even though they weren't official launches, they were still products that I did launch, And when you've done 16 of those within 16 months, like that's a lot of fucking programs. (laughs) I think it's less than 16. I think it's like 13 or 14, but still it's like almost one a month, right? Did I feel bad for doing it? Absolutely not. Did I help a fuck ton of people? Yes. Do I still help a fuck ton of people? Yes. Do I help people for free? Yes. And you do the same thing. And I remember when I used to hear people talk about this, I was like, yeah, but she has been doing it for five years and she has a YouTube channel. She has this and she has that. And now at the stage that I'm at, now I have a podcast, we're going on to Pinterest, we're going on to a blog, and we're also going on to YouTube, but I can't do that. I needed money to hire somebody to actually do that for me, right? And so money is actually a really beautiful thing. Money enhances our life. It doesn't change you. It doesn't, unless like you allow it to, Um, it might change your circumstances in life and what you might have access to, the type of food you have, all those things. But you as a human doesn't really change. It just enhances you. It enhances everything inside of you that is really put on this earth to actually step into your power. It gives you the opportunity. It gives you the platform to get in front of more people. 
when I eventually have my live event, which that is postponed until we can have more than 50 people in a room or like 10 or whatever we're at right now during COVID, right? I get to have more guest speakers come on. I get to have a bigger stage. I get to have a bigger um, uh, audience as I have more money. That requires me to have a lot of money to do this in New York, right? And so that in order to get that impact and impact more people at one time and spread my message and create more of a community, I have to have money, right? So it allows me to do such beautiful things and then that allows me to pay people, right? My team of eight, I literally employ people who are finally doing the thing that they know that they wanted to do. That is a beautiful thing, beautiful thing, beautiful thing. And that requires a lot of money, Right now we're profiting about 60%. We're going to be profiting about 50% once we take on this next team member. But that's all a beautiful thing. I don't look at it as a loss. Right? I look at it as a gain. Wow, look at all that I'm gaining. Look at the impact that I get to make now. Look at the future money that I get to have as a result of employing these people. So my next question to you is how do you actually look at things when you spend it? Or money when you spend it? Are you sitting there shitting on yourself continuously? Are you shitting there? Are you sitting shitting there? <laughs> Are you sitting there shitting on yourself for wanting to invest in the coach, wondering what everybody's going to think? Are you sitting there shitting on yourself because you just, you know, went out on I don't know, a vacation and then you turn this other coach down? Like, what are you what are you making it mean every time you spend money? Whether I'm buying a candle or a vacation like we're booking right now, like I'm super fucking grateful for the environment that it creates for me. I think we've talked about candles on the podcast before where I think I like talked about how expensive they were and stuff like that. If you're a guy, you probably don't know unless you really like candles, beautiful. Um, but like fucking candles are stupid expensive, right? It's like crystals. Crystals are stupid expensive, <laughs> They're a rock that's sitting there. They're a beautiful rock, right? They give off a vibe. And so do candles. Everything that we have creates the energy around us. And when we interact with energy that makes us feel really good, whether it's plants, my egg chair, you know, certain smells, certain colors, like we get to show up better. It, it changes our energy. And then as we do that, as we spend money on the things that actually bring up our vibe, we show up better. We feel more abundant. We have all the things that we've ever wanted. And then we're like, oh, beautiful client. Do you actually want this or not? Versus like, oh, you said you wanted this. Why didn't you sign up? Right? So the way that you interact with money also enhances your energy. It enhances your life. It enhances the platform in which you can speak on. And all of that collectively actually really, really, really impacts your ability to sell and your ability to come at things with service. Like my thriving entrepreneur call, coaching call. It's a free, free, completely free weekly coaching call where I give massive amounts of strategy. I do live coaching for anyone who has any questions. And it's every single Friday, except for next Friday, which is, I don't know, the 20 something. Um, I will not be working, but we'll, we will resume the following Friday, right? And so it's a completely free coaching call. The only way that I can show up to that with full service and actually give people free help 
is because I have enough money covering everything else and I have enough time, which means I have a team behind me who's being paid, right? It's a constant, constant, constant cycle. Me giving money to them is me giving my energy to them, is me taking my energy back so that they can do what they're meant to do and I'm meant to do what I can do and then I can have a bigger impact. There's only so much energy I can give out for free. There's only so much energy I can give out in general. Right? And in order to spread that message, in order to spread that mission, that requires me to have money to go on to different podcasts, to go on to different platforms, to go on to YouTube, etc., etc. Right? So when it comes to exchanging money for time, I also want you to look at, which I want you to ditch that belief, and I want you to look at the fact that um, all the time that you put into your business anyway developing free content and stuff like that. Like, yes, it's specifically to get leads and yes, it's all strategic. And that's also work in your business, right? How many times have you been in another job where you did so much extra work that you were not supposed to be doing and then you were like, oh, I don't fucking get paid enough for this, right? You did that as free work, right? You did that as free work. You didn't get paid for it, it wasn't in your job description. You did that as free work. And you said, fuck, I need to get paid for this. You need to get paid for what you're doing right now, whether you're doing it for free or, or not. You get to decide. You get to decide how much money you want. You get to decide what that money is going to do for you. Do you want to donate it all or do you want to keep it all? Do you want something in between? What does that look like? And why? It's not the money. It's what you do with the money. It's not the money itself. It's what that money brings you and gives you and how it enhances your life. I always say that I don't think that any of us were put on this earth to struggle and be broke. And, you know, like when you have a ton of bills and you know that money's not coming in, like you always just think about that money. And it's constantly uncomfortable. You go to buy a coffee and you're like, uh that's uncomfortable. Or you go to, you know, eat out and you're just like looking at all the price and you're like, oh fuck, I really want to enjoy this, but I can't because I know I can only have this. Right. And I've been there so many times, so many times. There's a point in my life where my sister and I, we would go to, um, the pool over in, over in New York and our food came out to like 1050 or something like that. And my mom would just give us $11. She would just give us $11. So even if we were hungrier, we couldn't have anything. Even if we like, you know, like we just, she just didn't have that money or she had the money and she had a super scarcity mindset. So this entire scenario around money sticks with me. It sticks with me. It sticks with me. And getting out of that scarcity mindset where like, I can only spend the appropriate amount that I have there because that's all I have and stuff like that was hard for me to get over. So even when I do have it now, it's really difficult for me to spend it on the things that I want. It's something that we get to continuously look at. So my question to you to wrap this up is, how are you currently spending your money? Do you trust yourself around money? What are your feelings every single time you spend money? And how can you start shifting into abundance? Beautiful, there's more where that came from. I always talk about that statement. Whenever I pay anything, I say there's more where that came from. Or Joe will be like, oh my goodness, it's so expensive. I'm like, there's more where that came from. Now we get to make more. We get to make more, we get to make more. We get, I don't have to make more, we get to make more. And it just feels really different, right? And again, I always give Catherine Zinkina, Manifestation Babe, the 
um, credit for that statement because I definitely didn't think of it and I don't know where she got it from, but that's a thing. Always give credit to the people whose shit that you take so that if you like that statement, you can go and follow her, right? Um, and it's the internet, so like all of our thoughts are really impacted by everybody else who we follow as well. We just get to make it our own, right? I'm sure in the future I will have my own statement, but moving on. Um, so how are you spending money? Do you trust yourself around money? What are your beliefs about money? What do you tell yourself every time you spend money? And what compensation do you require right now? And what compensation will you require in the future to continue showing up as an even better version of yourself, as an even higher version of yourself, as a version of yourself that is so, so, so abundant, so geared towards service, so excited to show up every single day, whether it's for free or for paid, and what is going to be the difference? What is the difference between your free content and what is the difference between your paid content? And what's the difference between your lower price products and what is the difference between your higher price products, right? For me, for this Mindset Mastery course that will be launching in four four days, yes, four days from today, um, you will get a transformation that will help you be more confident in yourself, that will help you step into your power, own your money mindset, make sales easier, just help you overall with business so that you can actually do the things and step into your power and be unapologetic about it. Because when you're unapologetic about it, you will then do everything to do it and you're not going to hide behind it. And when you don't hide behind it, your actions actually align with getting that actual thing. And when you actually have the actions in place you see it come to fruition and then you're like wow I'm so happy I did that and then you continue doing it you continue doing it you continue growing your impact you continue growing your income and then you built a massive impact a massive income and you did it confidently owning yourself getting paid to be yourself showing up in an abundant mindset showing up confidently knowing that those clients are out there knowing that the perfect clients are out there this is all strategic it all comes from our mindset our mindset feeds into this strategy right so this is a big transformation that you guys will get for 333 dollars if you pay in full right and if you want to actually know the strategies and actually get this individualized help, my one-on-one coaching is for you. I believe we have one spot left. I'm waiting to hear back from somebody. Um, but I believe we have one spot left currently, depending on when you are listening to this. right? And if that's something you want, you have my higher level program and you will have my eyes on it. right? It requires a different level of energy. So get really clear on what that looks like for you at every single level. And own it and get comfortable around money. Get comfortable owning what you want and get comfortable actually spending money on the things you value instead of shitting on yourself every single time you do like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be doing that. I shouldn't be doing that, right? And the more comfortable you get, the more you will trust yourself because you're not going to be shitting on yourself. And the more you trust yourself, the more money will come to you. So I hope that this was massively helpful for at least one person on here. Yes, we are launching our mindset course on the 15th. You'll be hearing all about that on my Instagram. The link will be in my bio and on the future podcast during that launch. And if you want more help in depth in your own business, we can talk about some one-on-one programs that I have. So I hope you guys have an epic day and I will see you guys in the next episode.